let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Give it up, hooray! Give it up, hooray! Give it up, hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Letty Donuts. I'm on my way into the club to see how Queenie and Chicken are getting on with the garden now that spring is well and truly here. I know they've been really busy and have a long list of jobs to get done, so perhaps I can help them out for a few hours. Seems I'm not quite at the club. Oh, sorry about that. That definitely looked like Chicken heading off with the tractor and trailer. I wonder where she's off to. Well, I'm sure I'll find out when I get to the club. Seems I'm not quite there, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. Well, I've arrived at the club. Let's head around the back to the garden and see what's going on. Hi, Queenie. Oh, hi, little Dazzy Donuts. How great to see you out in the garden. Oh, I'm over here by the hedge. Oh, I see you now. My, it looks like you're surrounded by large piles of soil. Have the moles been busy digging in your garden again? Oh, it does look like that, doesn't it? You know, I'm always happy when the bulls pay us a visit, as they definitely help to get important oxygen into our soil, which then helps the plants to grow, and we get even yummier veggies. But on this occasion, I'm the one making the piles of dirt. Well, that explains why you're covered in mud. There's almost as much on you as there is in the piles on the ground. So, are you continuing your search for lost items buried in the garden? If I was, I'd be disappointed as all of my digging today has surfaced nothing but soil and stones. Fortunately, though, I'm digging for an entirely different reason. I'm preparing to plant some trees. Isn't that exciting? It is. I love the idea of you planting trees in the garden. They'll certainly add some character, and they'll look great in this spot alongside the hedge. Yeah, not only will they look good... They'll also do a lot of good. There are just so many reasons to love trees. They give us oxygen to breathe. They offer a place to live for the birds and the insects. And the fungi. And they provide shade and prevent soil erosion and flooding. You know, I could keep listing the benefits of trees for a very long time. Well, I'm excited that you're planting trees and helping the environment by doing it. We're also created a little bit of history, too, which is so amazing to think about, really. Because trees can live for hundreds of years. We're planting something that will grow and be a part of the garden long after we've gone. And so generations after us will enjoy these trees. And uh, who knows? Perhaps some of those people will sit in the shade under the branches of these trees and think about whoever planted them. You're right, Queenie. Over all these parts, you can see trees that are hundreds of years old, like that oak tree next to your farm stand across the road. That beautiful tree is much older than all of the houses around here. In fact, 
I reckon that it was once part of an old forest that covered all of this land, and now that oak is all that remains. If I'm right, that oak tree has stood in the spot next to your farm stand since the 1700s. Just imagine all the things it must have seen. Like roads and homes being built, and people traveling around with horses and carts, and then with cars. Gosh, if that oak could talk, it would have a few stories to tell. It would, and so I love that you're planting trees that can now watch what happens in this garden, and can start collecting their own stories. As they do that, they'll look beautiful, help the environment, and be enjoyed by generations to come. And it's all starting today with you and Chicken. Talking of Chicken, she went by me on the tractor as I walked into the club. Where's she off to? Oh, she's taking the tractor and the trailer to collect the trees from the local nursery. She'll be back in a bow. Oh, while we wait for her, do you happen to know of any tree poems you could read to me? I do, Queenie. Actually, I have the perfect tree poem for the occasion. It's all about a tree that has stood in the same spot for years. And what would happen if it took the day off? It's called The Job of a Tree. Here, I'll read it to you now. Right outside of my home, there stands an old tree. That's as tall a tree as any tree could be. And for the whole of its life, it's been stuck in that spot. I guess stationery's just part of a normal tree's lot. But imagine the fun if it could wander around lift its roots out the earth, and then walk around town. To visit new places, even stand in the park, to have a day off. Then once it gets dark, come back to its home to look over me. I guess that always being there comes with the job of a tree. What a funny poem, little Dazzy Donuts. You know, if I was a tree and had been stood in the same place for hundreds of years, I think that I'd be interested to take a day off and walk around the town too. Just to see what was there and visit somewhere different. Oh, hang on, I hear a tractor. Oh, that'll be Chicken returning with the trees. She left the wheelbarrow by the entrance to the club and so we can wheel the trees into the garden on the barrow. I wonder which one she'll wheel at first. Hi, Chicken. Chicken, you're back. Oh, my, that's a lovely-looking tree in your wheelbarrow. That's going to look perfect in our garden. Now, which one is this? <laughs> An apple tree, yip yippee! I'm so excited about us growing our own apples. Now, I think this is going to be the tallest of the trees, so let's put it in the hole that's furthest from the club. Uh, up by the wildflower garden. That way, when we look down the garden from Chicken's deck, we can see the other trees with the tall apple tree standing behind them. <laughs> oh yes, there's a tag tied around the trunk. Let's see what it says. Well, it has a photo of a really yummy-looking eating apple. Gosh, just see that photo makes me hungry for fruit. Still, it's going to take a couple of years before we see our first apple from this tree, but... I'm happy to wait. Just imagine the excitement of picking our own apples. So does the tree come with any instructions on how to plant it? 
It sure does. It says to dig a hole no deeper than the roots. Well, I've done that. And to dig it up to three times the diameter of the root system would spread out on the ground. Uh, yep, the hole is certainly wide enough. Then place the tree in the hole and carefully replace the soil. And then gently step on the soil to firm it up. Okay, well that sounds really easy. I tell you what, chicken, how about I plant this apple tree while you take the barrel back to the tractor to get the next tree? I can't wait to see what other trees you've bought. Wonderful. Well, while you're busy planting, I'll read you a second poem. This one is all about planting trees and is called Tree Planters Are Optimists. Here, I'll read the poem now. Tree Planters Are Optimists runs through my brain as I round out the hole, the sapling placed in, an investment growing slowly over decades of time, its shade creeping out over this garden of mine. And a century from now, long after I've died, along with all of the stories about me and my life, may it stand here as a reminder of who used to be. It helps to be an optimist when planting a tree. I really like that poem, Little Dazzy Donuts. You're right, we have to be optimists to plant trees. Many of the people who will love the apple tree I just planted aren't even alive yet. And so I've planted that lovely tree because I'm full of hope for the future. Yes, you are. Now, what tree are you planting next? Huh, actually, I don't know. Oh, here comes Chicken now. My gosh, Chicken, that barrow must be heavy. You have two trees in there. Those two are smaller. They look amazing. Now let's lift them out of the barrel, uh, place them on the ground, and see what these tags say. Okay, so this one here says it's a dwarf Bartlett pear. And then the tag on this second one says that it's a dwarf conference pear. Oh, yeah! We have two pear trees! Well done, chicken! I just love a yummy, juicy pear! Me too. When we get into late autumn and winter and I go around to the grocery store, I often find that they're all out of the summer fruits like peaches and nectarines, but what they do have is pears. I buy them, let them ripen nicely in a fruit bowl at home, and eat them when they're all juicy. Oh my gosh, I could totally eat a pear right now. In fact, I think we have some inside of the club. But eating yummy fruit comes after we plant these trees. Okay, now let's check what the instructions are for planting these pear trees. Right, it says on the sheet here that the ideal position is a sunny, sheltered site, well away from any likely areas of frost in the winter, and that pear trees like at least six to eight hours of sun each day. Oh, these pears are going to love the spot you've chosen, Queenie. You've dug your holes on the sunny side of the garden, by the hedge. This is the perfect place for them. Yippee! Right, let's plant this first one. Okay, well, we need to lift it up out of the container. Uh, and then move it over to the hole. And place it up. Boo! 
Okay, now I need to gently spread the roots, fan them out, and then we refill the hole. Perfect! Now let's water it as it must be thirsty. Gosh, that tree looks good, Queenie. Now, why did you get two pear trees, chicken? Well, that makes total sense. Who knew that most pear trees need to be near other pear trees in order for bees to pollinate them and create fruit? Gosh, we're learning so much from all of our tree planting. Okay, let's repeat the steps with our second pear tree. Get it under the hole. Ugh. And then refill it with soil. And water it. Okay, so now we have an apple tree and two pear trees. I wonder what the next tree is. <laughs> a fig tree! I love figs! They're also Breadmaker Roddy's favorite. That must be why Chicken suggested that I line this hole with some paving slabs. It prevents the roots from growing too much, and so the tree puts more of its energy into growing yummy figs instead. I tell you what, before you fetch the fig tree, why don't you two take a short break and I'll read you the final poem for the episode. It's all about planting a tree and is called Roots. Here, I'll read it to you now. A nice sunny spot with a view of the hills. The sound of a river bubbling by. Look up to see birds dance all over the sky. Here's where I'll lay down my roots. The giggling of children from nearby homes. Feeling a part of this place when out on my own. I'll stand here forever, but I'm never alone. Here's where I'll lay down my roots. From a tiny acorn, a mighty oak grows. With no second chances or places to roam. A permanent reminder of the place you call home. Here's where I'll lay down my roots. Come watch me, or paint me, or give me a hug. Come sit in the shade of my branches above. If you don't love a tree, what is there to love? Here's where I'll lay down my roots. Oh, I do like that poem, Little Dazzy Donuts. I really hope that our trees are happy with where we've planted them. As you said in your poem, this is where the trees will stand forever, with no chance to pick a different place or to roam around town. And so it's important that we picked a nice home for them, and that they're happy with it. Oh well, it's time to go fetch the fig tree. Back in a bow. Well, while Queenie and Chicken head off to lift the fig tree off the tractor trailer, I'll thank everyone for joining us today. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can see the Podsnack video for the episode, plus there's information on how to send your poetry and art into the club, including entering the current competition on the topic of friends and family. We can't wait to see what you send in. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie and Chicken. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we'll have a new topic and brand new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye kids, 
Until next time, this is Little Dazzy Donuts saying, keep rhyming. <laughs>